Hey, everybody, it's Wednesday, and so we're bringing you another episode of Walk-Ins Welcome, the podcast all about helping patient care companies triple their revenue through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experience. What is up, Michael Ray? Man, you know what? I'm, I'm happy to celebrate something here. Let's go. Pick up what's on your table. Oh, snap. What is that? Is that a book? That is a book that we have just launched. It is just now coming out, and you can get it now. If you guys watch on YouTube, there's something in the in the background of our recording right now. We're going to leave it up for a couple of episodes, actually, just to kind of remind people about it. But no, we have a book. That's right. And it's just I have a name, just like our podcast. Yep. Patient Volume Through Digital Marketing. It is how to triple your patient volume. And it's our playbook, Michael. This is like the exact thing that we do mm. for our urgent cares, our, our patient care businesses, our chiropractors, all of them. This is what we do to help them get more patients through the door and triple in their revenue. It's one of the things like you ever read those business self-help books through this, like if you actually did the things that said it would make a difference in your business, that's exactly what this is. If you actually did the things that this book says, you wouldn't need us. Right. But but the reality is when you're like halfway through, you're like, oh, God, I don't have time for this. <laughs> well, I want to encourage you to get in there, dig in, get the information. Um, if you go to Amazon uh, Kindle and you just search Walk-Ins Welcome, you'll see the book pop up. Yep. Uh, or you can scan this code right behind us anytime during this podcast. I'm about the way. All right. There it is. Scan. Right? So scan that. It'll take you to a landing page that'll allow you to get access to that. But we're not here to pitch books today. We're here to talk to you about the patient power move. Y'all, this is going to change your business if you'll do it. And I, I don't know why after like 69, 70 episodes, Michael, we're just now talking about this. But it is huge even in our own business, but also for our patient care. I business. think this episode could be just as impactful as the front desk. Absolutely. Just because these are both proactive things that make all the difference. So if there's an episode, uh, How to Train Your Front Desk. Uh, please go back and listen to it. You have it. It is very impactful. It is our most listened to episode. We even have a dedicated chapter in a book about it, essentially, because it's so important. But the reality is, uh, on the front desk, it's that entire process of, you know, making sure there's a good experience from, from the very beginning. And, you know, they kind of dictate a little bit of how well people, the new patients, you know, are treated. This, the power move, is basically you've done the treatment and now you're looking for follow-up because follow-up, there's fortune in the follow-up. Yes, there is. And in this particular situation, if you if you have patience, it's all there because it's one thing to get them in. That took a lot. That took a lot of effort. Doesn't take near as much effort to have them to come back, but it's very specific effort that has to it's be done. So much easier to keep a client than it is to get a new one. Every to keep single a time. patient than to get a new patient. And here's the move. Are you ready for it? Yep. You ready for it, Michael Ray? Let's do it. Always book a meeting from a meeting. Always book an appointment from an appointment. Oh, not hey, not sometimes. Always. Not occasionally. Not when you feel like it. Always book another appointment from an appointment. 74%, I'm going to read on this in just a minute, but 74, 74% of patients will rebook with you if you ask them to. Yeah, it, it, it sounds... <laughs> that's a ridiculous number. It sounds just... <clears throat> I don't say simple. It's too it's too good to be true, but it's but, true. But it's one of those things where it's it's you have to make it second second nature. That's like right. if when you go to Chick Fil A, my pleasure. Like that's built into your into their culture. You that's can't right. get away from it. Right inside the culture of your business, you have 
when can we set our next appointment? All right, not when, but this is our next appointment. Well, I will go through some phrasing with you guys to kind of give you some framing around it. But and I did it for more than just urgent cares this time. I, I I ran the gamut on patient care businesses that this will work for. And there, I, and there's one I've noted here that I've had personal experience with that we'll talk about where it you the reality is if you're listening to this episode, you've probably had it done to you. And didn't think twice about it. Didn't even know it. Because I think what happens, there's a fear. There's a fear that you're like, I don't want to be salesy. I'm a doctor. You're not being salesy. You're being like legitimate. And, but the reality, because here's the thing. I most, you know, I would say in general, nine times out of 10, a treatment's not a one and done thing. Never. It's more of a, you have a diagnosis. Let's do some treatment. Now let's have follow-up. I really am trying to think, Michael, like what kind of anything doesn't require a follow-up. Even my dentist books it out six months from now. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess maybe maybe you have a common cold. You know, that's about as far as I can now get. We're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. But right? but even that's like, there's some, like, I even heard of just a horrific story the other day of something in UK where the doctor so that's a really bad thing in tonsillitis. Here's some medicine. Didn't follow up, and the kid died. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those, like, Oh, wow. There's a real problem there. But all right. that being said, like there is follow up. There always is. And if you want, if you're so afraid to follow up, remove the money away from it. Just think about this is for the health of the patient. Right. It really is. Like, I mean, yes, there, and we'll talk about the money benefits of it. But the reality is, like, I think a patient that has two or three follow ups is probably going to have a healthier outcome than one that has zero follow ups. Well, let me ask it in this way. If you're uncomfortable for asking for the second, third, fourth, fifth appointment, I'm going to challenge you for just a second. Do you feel like the service that you provide in patient care is genuinely helping them? Right. Let that settle for just a second. Do you really believe that what you do is making a difference in your patient's life? If you believe that, then you are being selfish by not asking for their business again so that you can continue to offer that service to them. I'm going to give you an example. If you just booked, if somebody came in and they had, you said a cold, right? Yeah. All right. So you gave them medication. The way to say that is, hey, I want to see you in two weeks. I want to make sure that the medication has helped you. I want to check your vitals. Let's go ahead and schedule two weeks out from now. Yep. All right, let's go to the next one. Hey, the massage, you feel better, right? Let's go ahead and get your next massage on the book because it's going to keep getting better and better every single time. Yep. No, yeah. What's another one? Chiropractor. Yeah, you so, have a story so, about so that. So chiropractor for me, so I, um, I've been going to a chiropractor since I was like 12, have scoliosis, all the fun things. But um, once I got to college, I fell out of the routine, didn't go back, and then I'd only go back if I had some major pains. And but I, I, if if anyone's ever gone to a chiropractor, it's never one crack of a back and see you later. Ever. I think they're at shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't be. And I think they're the absolute best at asking for the follow up. It's not even asking. It's more like, all right, I got you here, but to get you there, you got to come back at this time. And after that time, we'll do it one more time. And after that time, we'll let we'll see how it goes. And so. Like, because I know if I go to a chiropractor, I'm not going one time. It's going to be a series of things to kind of make some adjustments. Hence, you know, adjustments at a chiropractor. Right. And so, like in this scenario, I let's see when did I start? Like second or third week of January, and that first adjustment was extremely painful. 
but relieving two days later. He even said, two days from now, you'll feel better. Right. Still going to hurt, but you'll feel better. And he was right. He said, but we need to come back. And then we, I came back, and I was like, okay. And then he had a baby, so he had to take a week off, so we had to push it back an extra week. Right. And uh, But when I came back, I was like, you know, it's been two weeks now, and there's still pain, but it's so much more tolerable. He's like, okay, yeah. He said, you know, you, I'm not going to force you to say come back as, you know, I want you to come back when you feel it's right, but I think you should schedule. Sure. So I go to the front desk. She's like, all right, when do you want to come back? You know, it's like not even a question, do you want to come back? It's like, when are you coming back? So I'm even going to challenge that in just a few minutes on the power phrase to go along with the power move. There we'll you talk go. about that in just a second. But here, here's the thing, though. Like, patients want you to tell them what to do. Yeah, we don't know. Like, we don't know as patients. We, and, and you have to do it with confidence. Like, That's you right. can't just say, do you want to come back? Like, if you do it with just like a question mark, it it doesn't work. I don't even like when do you want to come back? That's still a little too vague for me, mm -hmm. right? So I, we just told you always book a meeting from a meeting, but here's how you do it. You insert your industry. I want to see you in X amount of time for X reason. Let's go ahead and get that scheduled. What works best for you? I can see you on time A or time B. That last piece is so important. I'm, Give them two options so that they can't tell you no. Don't leave it open because they don't have a clue. Yeah, so I've learned, and, and the, so that's that's the patient world. Like from like a professional selling world, if you want an appointment with someone, you don't say, can you meet next week? You say, can you meet next week at Tuesday at 10 a.m. or Wednesday at 2 p.m.? You give them a morning option and an afternoon option. Absolutely. And what does that do? It forces them to look at their – they can still tell you no, but it forces them to look at their calendar, and they say, well, I have time, actually, mm -hmm. and then they'll accept it. So it's it's that. Like, it sounds so obvious, but it's so hard for people to do it. Like, they're afraid of it. So let's do it real quick in real time, Michael. I'll do a first one. You pick another one out that you want to do. Oh, I probably messed it up. I want to okay. see you in two weeks – for your next Botox appointment. <laughs> I'm serious, for your next Botox appointment so that we can hit those areas that we weren't able to hit today. Let's go ahead and get that scheduled out for you. What works best from you two weeks from now? I can see you on Tuesday at 10 a.m. or I can see you Thursday at, uh, at 2 p.m. What's best for you, Michael? And then I would literally open my phone, scroll, like mm, Thursday. Thursday yep. makes sense. Yeah, what and, you wanna do, mm -hmm. why you wanna do it, call to action, and then pick two options. Go. Pick another one. So Let's Nick, go through that exercise. Nick, I, I want to see you in six months. Okay. To see how your teeth are doing. Okay, perfect. There was some extra plaque today that we weren't used to. Calling me out, man. I like that. There you go. So what works best for you? We have August 20th, or we can go to the following week to August 27th. August 20th is fine. Can we just, like, this is an easy time for me to get here. Can we just do the exact same time? Is that available? Yeah. Hang on. Let me look. Yeah, we can get you in the exact same time. Uh, which email address you want me to send this appointment The to? one you have on file is fine. I check it every day. And week. click and done. That's it. And probably write it down on a card. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. I'll do this one. All right. Um, hey, you came in with strep today. I've already ordered your medication, and it's over at the Publix for you to pick up. But I want to see you next week, seven days from now, because mm -hmm. um, strep throat's nothing to, nothing to play with. Let's go ahead and get you scheduled out. I want to get a, a, a follow-up appointment in there. What works best for you? I can do Tuesday or Wednesday. Could we do 
over the phone? You know what? We have a telehealth option. As long as I can put eyes on you and make sure that you're doing good and ask okay. you some questions, I'm good with that. Let's go ahead and schedule that. Here we go. Okay. Right? So it, the point is, is I really believe that I need to see them again. That's important. If you don't believe you need to see them again, then don't do it. Then don't do it. Yeah. Don't. Uh, that is a money grab. Right. If, if you're like, I just want you to come back and get your copay. Like that's... If that's your mindset, yeah, just just quit listening to us. That's right. We're not here to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I will tell you this, Michael. Uh, if if I really believe that there is a patient care company that I can help because we've done a discovery meeting, mm -hmm. at the end of that 15-minute discovery call, if I can help you, because I don't always say that I can. You may have everything working great. But let's just say I'm talking to XYZ Urgent Care. Hey, man, everything lines up for us to be able to help you grow your business based on the data that I have in front of me. We really need to do a kickoff meeting on this. I can do it on this day or this day when my team's available. Which one works best for you? Exactly. And, and the funny part with that is we'll actually have kickoff meetings set, uh, uh, accepted, mm -hmm. and they'll show up and they're like, oh, I forgot to sign that. And they'll sign the proposal in mm -hmm. the meeting because they forgot about it. Uh, but what do I, what else, what does Devin do from the kickoff meeting? He, Kind of walks through the whole. No, no, not in the meeting, but what does he do at the end of it? Oh, he, yeah, he sets his next. <laughs> sets the next appointment. Because here's the thing: if if you are standing in front of someone, mm -hmm. you're way more likely to get an appointment than sending them an email later or a text later or even try to call them because they'll never answer. So you leave a voicemail, which you can't leave much detail on, and they'll never call you back. Or they say, "I never got it," and because they don't check. But no, like if I'm standing in front of you, I'm going to say, hey, while we're here, while we're in this mindset, before we finish, let's set our next meeting. And when it's now, will they have to reschedule? Maybe. You don't know. But, and I'm okay with that. But it's a whole lot better to have something on the calendar coming up than trying to put something on the calendar later down the road. Here's what I know just from experience, right? If I book a meeting from a meeting, the data shows 74% of the time people are going to show up to that meeting or at least reschedule and show up to the next one, right? Yeah. If I don't ask for another appointment, well over 90% of the time in my world, I never see that person again ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I never see him again. If I don't book something in the calendar to follow up, to have another meeting, to have another discussion, they're as good as gone. Yeah. I'll see them maybe 90, 120 days out if they remember who I am. Yeah. And, right? and I've always find that uh, – if you don't make that effort to get the appointment on the books, it's like 10 times harder That's right. to get something else put on. Even if it's easy, even if they even said that yeah, Tuesdays on 10 o'clock is my best time ever. But if you don't book it right then and you wait till like Monday to try, hey, you can come up tomorrow. Like, no, they're not. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Um, and we find like, in, like you were mentioning, like in our world, like just trying to book with potential clients. It, it's it's a challenge, but you, as long as you're very specific and make it happen, like it, it all, I remember the eureka moment I had when I started saying, here's this or this time. That's it. After that, I never had, if they were willing, and that's the thing too, that's the, that's, that's the litmus test. If they're saying, I, I don't know. They're not your customer. They anymore. don't, they're done. Yep. And then you can even say like, I, I feel like you don't think, you don't think you need this follow-up appointment. I'm not going to force it on you, but here's why I think we should. But ultimately, you're the patient. You can do what you want. That's right. Um, and like from our standpoint, if somebody's like, I don't know if I want to book, you know, the next one. So it sounds like you have some issues. Like, is it the price or is it this? And and they'll they may not tell you. But at that point, you're like, I don't know if I want you anymore anyway, because 
you don't you aren't bought into it. Yeah, you don't want to be served. Yeah. Well, I went online and I did some research today for our for our podcast. And what I was fascinated by is a study that was done over a three-year period of time. And I'm just going to read it so that it doesn't sound like I'm making it up. Um, Big numbers. Patient reappointments were completed. Reappointments means reschedules, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, follow-up appointments, right? Patient reappointments were completed using the pre-scheduled appointment procedure. 74% of patients rebooked or booked a follow-up. 74%. That's three out of four people. 74%. The difference between completed and pending appointments minus the no-shows, 163 patients per quarter or 652 patients per year. Six, take what you're doing now, add 652 follow-up appointments that have the copays or that have payments or whatever, 652 that you didn't have to work for again just by asking them to reschedule with you. Additional revenue associated with the use of the rebooked appointment method were estimated at, Michael, $594,600. I mean, that's another business. I mean, right? How else can I make this case for you? I mean, like, that's five, ten staff people. I'm just telling you, that is no joke. That's nothing to play with. That's the difference between a bad year and a great year. That's right. So that... hmm. All right, here's what we know for sure. Most operating uh, urgent cares make somewhere between 1.2 and 1.5. Yeah. Out of their $594,600 to bottom pushing, line. Now they're pushing $2 million, right? I'm just saying. That's that that's game-changing money. Look, that's what I have for our, our meeting today. The patient power move is to always book a meeting from a meeting. Yep, and it takes one phrase, one sentence. So here's our encouragement to you guys. What is your sentence? Mm-hmm. Send it to us. Email us, hello at patriotcaremarketpros.com. Comment about it. Like, this is my one, this is my power move sentence. I guarantee you, if you if you believe in it, not just make it up and say, oh, this, is, this is what we use. But if you believe in it, you train it, and your entire staff can breathe it, then you'll see an increase. Man, I hope y'all incorporate this into your everyday practice. Uh, make sure that you're asking people to rebook and tell us your success stories after you've incorporated this. We love to hear it. Hello at patientcaremarketingpros.com. And we will see you. Next time.